I don't want to alarm anyone, but Dublin is being overtaken by thugs. What? You were there with me. Oh. It was a few weeks back. We were just leaving the ILAC Centre, and I'd just like to point out that this podcast is not sponsored by the ILAC Centre, even though we've spoken about it two episodes in a row. Should you mention where the ILAC is for people who are really posh and have no idea? (laughs) The ILAC is on the north side of Dublin. Um, It's just off O'Connell Street. It's near the Spire, isn't it? Mm -hmm. It's a shopping centre. It's opposite the Jervis. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of any big shops in the ILAC. There's a H&M. Oh, yeah, and then Debenhams is outside mm. as well, isn't Debenhams it? Debenhams is inside and outside. Uh, it's very confusing. Anyway, so we were walking out from the ILAC, and I don't know what the street is called, but it had a CEX and maybe Marks and Spencers is on there as well. If you know Dublin, you probably know the street. And this was when the weather was nice. Like I said, it was a few weeks ago. And we both had an ice cream, uh, and we were eating the ice creams on the way to the podcast. Mm-hmm. And... Someone threw something at me and it hit my back and I just brushed it off. I thought it was like, I don't even know. But you, your reaction, there were kids and it was a piece of chocolate in the end. It was a Twix, like a half of the Twix or something. It just hit me on the back and you booted off. I was like, oh, I'm fine, I'm fine. I'll just walk off and they was walking down the other side of the street. I think you wanted to fight them. Yeah, I was raging. The cheek of them, they threw a piece of chocolate at you. Not only did they assault you right after you had had surgery on your back, they were so close to hitting that spot on your back where you had had stitches removed. But also, how dare they waste chocolate like that? (laughs) It's a Twix now. Twix can be wasted. What do you mean? Like, I don't understand how riled up you were. You were like, I'm going to go over there. I'm going to say something to them. See, the thing was, I didn't see them do it. I just turned around and saw them laughing. And I was like, I can only assume that it was them that did it. But then when they were walking ahead of us, they started throwing chocolate in the air as people were trying to walk past and people had to duck and they were afraid. Uh... And it was just, it was so bad. And someone needs to put those kids in their place. So if you're ever near the ILAC Centre in Dublin, just keep your wits about you because there's chocolate-throwing hooligans around. But don't just do that near the ILAC. You have to be aware that they could be anywhere at this point. (laughs) They are on the loose. I actually haven't told you. We've got a special guest today. Please welcome the chocolate-throwing hooligans. (gasps) Do you know that'd be a great name for a band? (laughs) Yeah. Hi, I'm Callum. Hey, I'm Jess, and we're the chocolate-throwing hooligans. You had me so concerned there. I was like, there's a surprise guest. (laughs) This is What Would You Do If? The podcast to answer all of your What Would You Do If? questions. So it's What Would You Do If You Were In A Bank Robbery? Callum, what would you do? I would rob the bank with them. (laughs) You would join forces. (laughs) Yeah, because that's the best thing to do, isn't it? You join alliances. Instead of being there cowering on the corner, you say to hey, can I get a bit of a cut? I'll help you out. Okay, what would you actually do to help them out, though? What's in it for them? They get an English negotiator. I can negotiate with the police whilst they're robbing the bank. I tell you what, here you go. It's just come in my mind. I'll offer myself up to the police and say I was part of it. And when I get out, I get some of the money. Actually, no, that's not a good idea because what if other people get arrested and then there's no money, then I'm in prison forever. Yeah, and they would make you pay back the money that you actually never got in the first place. Ah, uh, is that a thing? Yeah. So if I attempted to steal 10 million quid, but then I didn't get away with it, they'd make me pay back 10 million quid? Yeah. I read the story about this man. He robbed banks in 2006. Okay. And once he got out of jail, he was made to pay back all the money that he robbed. And it was like in installments of like $150 a month. That's mad because that's a small amount of money for, I'm guessing, quite a lot that he attempted to steal. 
He said that he couldn't remember how many banks he robbed. <laughs> I'd love to get to a point where, oh yeah, I've robbed so many banks, I don't know how many I've done. So he just confessed to three and he was like, I've done more, but I can't tell you what. So they were like, okay, well, you can pay back all of the money from those three then. Yeah. So um, he actually gave some advice on how he did it in case you ever want to rob a bank and he wrote a book about it and everything. I'd just like to say that this podcast in no way, shape or form is telling you how to steal, rob banks or do anything else illegal. But here's how you should do it if you want to. <laughs> so this man said that he never had a gun or a mask. He was never any sort of threat. Yeah. He literally just, he wrote on an envelope, give me all of your $50 and $100 bills and then handed it to the cashiered and then they just did it i tell you what this never happened to me i worked in tesco for five and a half years and i worked behind the customer service desk so we had access to a bit of the till and i did a bit of work in the cash office as well where the the money is kept and the main thing on the training is if anyone ever asks for the money and you've got access to it just give them the money because then there's no liability on you in terms of being injured or anything it's just it's just clearing your own back isn't it mm. It was the same when I worked for Apple Green for like five or six weeks. I remember in the training. <laughs> I love I love that you worked for the petrol station for such a short amount of time and you got robbed on a weekly occasion there enough. Yeah, well, it wasn't robbery. The guardie came down one point and someone was like, oh, we were robbed again, yeah. And they were like, what? They were like, yeah, they robbed like these cans of beer or whatever. And they were like, that's not robbery. That's theft. And they were really like, you have to use the correct words. Oh, so what's a robbery? Robbery is when they take the money. Okay. Theft is when they take, like, products. Products. I see. And what did they say in your training? So they were literally just like, yeah, just let them take anything they want, but don't be helpful. Like, (laughs) (laughs) so if they... Go around with a shopping trolley. Uh, the thief wants 10 cans of this, maybe a Twix and a couple of packs of Doritos. Yeah, ring that through. There you go, sir. Have a good day. Yeah, so it's like if they ask for the money from the till, give them the money. Yeah. But don't say, actually, there's a safe out back as well. I know the combination for that. Do you want the combination? And so that's what you have to do and not do when you're working for Apple Green and you're getting robbed. There was only one time when I actually saw a theft happen. Okay, so this is still products. Yeah. Okay. So there was this woman who came to the till. Yeah. And I was scanning through what she wanted. It was like a pack of cigarettes or something. It was only when she was walking away that I realised her daughter was holding a slush puppy and she'd never paid for it. I was like, hey, she just stole that. Now, is that stealing or is that just kids being kids? It's stealing. But I'm sure that other kids have done that as well and parents have gone back and said ah my kid picked this up how can I pay for it she was well aware that her daughter was in the middle of drinking a slush puppy while standing beside her I'm sure did you call the guards on it of course (laughs) (laughs) there's someone some poor kid now in jail because they stole a 250 slush puppy but going back to being realistic if I was involved in a bank robbery say I was in the queue I wanted to get somebody out in fairness I'm not in banks much anymore anyway there's Mm. no need for a bank like KBC That's the most stupid bank. (laughs) Nice banks, but they don't deal with cash. Yeah, I went in once to put money into my account and they were like, oh, you can't do that. I was like, what do you mean? They were like, we're cashless. So you have to have the money in another account and then just transfer it over. You can't handle money in the bank. I wonder if they get 
attempted robbed a lot and then they say actually lads we've got no money for you so off you pop yeah they probably do and then people are really disappointed and then they end up in jail for just walking (laughs) into kbc But I think I would be really complying if they were looking for hostages and what you you just do what they said and I I just I wouldn't know how to cope with it I'd mm. be panicking inside and I just wouldn't want to rat them out because I'd be fearing for my own life Yeah I suppose it would be scary wouldn't it If you were involved in a bank robbery what would you do I don't know I'd probably give out to them <laughs> You come here I'm trying to deposit some money Will you leave me alone please No I just tell them like what are you doing like, why are you robbing a bank when you could just get a digger and take out an ATM instead? <laughs> That's the big trend in Ireland at the minute, isn't it? Yeah, just grab a digger, get a few grand, you're sorted. So you'd be an accomplice? Yeah, there's no need to be dealing with people when you can just go to the side of the road. Yeah, but realistically, how much is in an ATM compared to how much is in a bank? I'd like to think that these banks, these big banks, have like vaults with millions and millions inside them. Yeah, but you're not going to get to go through that fault. You're just going to get whatever is in the till. Which, if someone in front of you has just taken out like 10 grand, then they're not going to have much in the till. You could come away with like a few hundred euro. But if you flip that, what if they've just deposited 10 grand? Ooh. You have to really time your position in the queue. Mm. Maybe you could sit, because some banks have chairs and stuff before the queue. Maybe you just sit there and you try and suss out how much someone is going to deposit in. Because that wouldn't be suspicious at all. Just sitting there in the bank for a few hours, just watching people put in the money. Yeah, well, no, you'd you'd have like a newspaper and then you cut out holes in the newspaper with your eyes so you could see what was going on. And nobody would notice this? I don't think they would. Yeah, people that work in banks, they just don't pay any attention whatsoever (laughs) as to what's going on around them. I don't think. I think if you sat there and you wouldn't be suspicious, you'd go out for lunch and then come back and you wouldn't sit there all day. Eventually, the security will come up to you and be like, yo... What you doing now? Say that you're an, an undercover police officer. And where's your badge? It's undercover. <laughs> so I don't have a badge. Okay, right. <laughs> okay, so you'd, you'd be an accomplice. You'd tell people to start robbing ATMs. Yeah, I'd just be like, yo, there's better ways to make money in life. You don't need to follow this path of crime. And if you do want to follow a path of crime, pick a cleverer one. <laughs> then just queuing up in a bank and asking for money. Yeah. So normally, after the bit of what would we do in the podcast, we normally say what you should do, mm-hmm. but we can't really say, here's what you should do if you're robbing a bank. Yeah, so it's what would you do if you're in the bank and it was being robbed. Okay. So if you're staff there, you're obviously going to have training on this. Yes. So we don't need to cover it from that point because your employer should care about you enough to be able to tell you what to do. You'd hope so, wouldn't you? And I guess you'd have like panic alarms... We had like silent panic alarms, so you'd push a button and it'd call the police. When I was working in Tesco, actually, we had one of those. And it was right by the receipt printer and they used to be on drawers. So you'd pull the receipt printer out, you take the receipt out, you hand it to the customer and you push the receipt printer back in. And one of my favourite tills, yes, I had a favourite till, it was till 91, uh, had a panic alarm next to the receipt printer. And I pushed that about two times in my time working there. And every time... 
almost instantly the phone will go say, this is the police, are you okay? You're like, yeah, sorry, I just pushed the button by accident. I'm sorry, please don't arrest me for wasting your time. So yeah, Apple Green, you had to wear a panic alarm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that'd be a little bit awkward if you push that by accident. I thought it was like a recorder or something once because someone came in for an audit and I thought, okay, this is just recording us to check that I'm saying oh, have you got a loyalty card and stuff? And then after a few weeks, the auditor was gone. I was like, why am I still wearing this? And they were like, oh, that's the panic alarm. (laughs) Just in case you're on the shop floor and someone at the till starts being robbed, you can Uh, then push the button. But with it being on your chest, isn't it a bit obvious that you're doing that? At least with the ones at Tesco, it was under the till, so you could just push it and no one would know. Oh, they had panic alarms everywhere. Ah, okay. The only thing was, I used to get off work at 10 o'clock at night. Yeah in apple green and then i'd forget that i was wearing it so i'd go home and then i'd have to go back straight away with the panic alarm and be like sorry you push the panic alarm at home panic and thinking i took the alarm high what do i do i know i'll push the button <laughs> you don't really know how many people like shoplifters and stuff there are about you think everyone's an honest joe and there's a load of people around just wanted to rob stuff yeah did you never rob anything as a child i don't think so Oh, I did. I remember. Now, there was sometimes when I just accidentally did it. So, like, when I was about five, you know the way leaflets are free? Yeah. So, I remember we went into, like, a car shop or something, and I picked up this leaflet. <laughs> but it was actually, like, a 300-page book. <laughs> so, we were walking around the shops for ages, and then eventually my mother turned. And she was like, where'd you get that? I was like, oh, it was free. And she was like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> Did you keep the book? No, we had to return it. Ah, well, you're being honest. It was all about cars, like as if I was going to care how to change an engine or whatever. You could have found a new hobby. As a five-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> you could have been a very gifted mechanic by now. There was another time when I was in the spare and I was about seven or eight and there were these like wristbands that they were selling. So I went to show my mother and my aunt and they were in the car so I brought them out to the car to show them walking out to shop. And they were like, did you pay for that? I was like, oh, no. <laughs> so basically you're saying when you were younger, you led a life of crime. Who says that it was just when I was younger? Oh. So what should you do if you're in a bank robbery? I would recommend just sitting on the ground, just having a bit of a chill. Yeah. Just relax. Like, there's nothing that you can do in this situation. You can't be the hero. <laughs> Like, just, like, there's nothing at stake for you. Like, if you go up to the robber and try to stop them taking the money, it's not your money that they're taking, no. it's the bank's. The bank has insurance, they're fine. Don't try to stop them, just let them away. Okay. Um, you probably won't even know it's happening. So, I was looking up the FBI statistics. Oh, look at you. Did you have the hack into the FBI? Of course, it's my favourite pastime. <laughs> So there was about 3,033, I say about, it was 3,033 robberies in banks in America last year. Okay. And out of all of them, 1,800 were done where the person just went up to the till and they had like a note written saying, I'm robbing you now, give me the money. That's mad. So like a silent undercover robbery. Mm. So people wouldn't even be aware that was happening around them. They would just see the money being given and think that was normal. Yeah. So 1,300 were actually done orally, where the person said, I'm robbing you. Yeah. But the majority of them were just silent. Okay, secretive ones. Yeah, so you might not even know that the bank's being robbed while it's happening. There's only a 2% chance that there's going to be any violence, so really you shouldn't panic. Like, there was six robberies last year in America where there were hostages involved. 
So out of the 3,033, mm-hmm. only six of those had hostages. Yeah, and the majority of them were employees, so just don't work in the bank. <laughs> yeah. If you want to stay away from a bank robbery, don't work in a bank. Really, the only advice here is just stay calm, be chill, because getting stressed would kind of escalate the situation, mm-hmm. especially if you try to confront the person. I think there's a lot of thoughts um, on bank robberies because you see them in films a lot and it's always a hostage situation. I was watching an episode of Brooklyn Nine-Nine a few weeks ago and there was a hostage situation in a, a jewellery shop. I think just in the back of your mind, because TV and the media and film is always like, if there's a bank robbery, there's probably going to be hostages and there's probably going to be deaths, but realistically, it's less than 1%. Yeah, it's always like, give me the money. Bang, bang, bang. Bang, bang, bang. Pew, pew, pew. Whereas realistically, only four people died in bank robberies in America last year, and they were all the robbers. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, these are a lot of stats from America. I don't even know if there are these kind of statistics for Ireland or not. I suppose we need to speak to the corner shops that got robbed with the ATMs in, really, don't we? Yeah, like, do we even have an FBI version in Ireland? Oh, I don't know. Or is there like CIA? Do we have intelligence? (laughs) (laughs) So the 2018 numbers for the amount of burglaries, like home properties. And you know when someone breaks into your house? Yeah. The numbers for them aren't out yet for America. But in 2017, there were 7 million of them. So you're way more likely to have your home robbed than to be in a bank when it's robbed. That's crazy, isn't it? Seven million. Mm -hmm. I've always worried about getting robbed. I think that's one of my biggest fears in life because it's not even that they're going to take a lot of stuff. It's sometimes the sentimental value of if they take photos or smash photos. And then just the fact that there's a stranger in your house. Yeah, if you're asleep and then you wake up and like your TV's gone and you're like, oh, someone was here. And normally like, well, I say normally, I don't know because I'm not a house burglar, but I've heard like people poo on the carpets and wee and everything. And what? Have you not heard that before? No. Like it's it's like a calling card or something just to disrespect your home, that they'd go to the toilet on the floor or whatever just to make everything a little bit worse. I think the idea that a lot of people have is burglaries at home happen at night. Yeah. But then you always hear so many stories about it just being during the day. Yeah, say if you're at work or something. I have a cousin who, she was out the back garden sunbathing with her grandmother and then she came into the house and there were robbers in the house. Oh my God. And they were just out the back garden. That's crazy. Yeah, so she went up to them and she was like, what are you doing? Get out. She was only like 20 or something, I'd say. But yeah, they just ran. And then her grandmother was like, what were you doing? Going approaching them. She was like, ah. That's mad. To be in that situation, especially when you're just out in the garden. Yeah, just chilling, trying to have a nice relax in the sun. All right, I think I'm going to know your answer to this next question, but it's another would you rather question. Going back to what we were talking about earlier, would you rather be a bank robber or be a hostage in a bank robbery? I feel like you think I'm going to say I'd rather be a robber, but I'd love to be a hostage. Really? Yeah, wouldn't that be so much crack just having like someone shouting at you and then afterwards when you get out alive, assuming you get out alive, <laughs> you get to sell your story, you get oh, to be on the news, yeah. you can write a book, my 24 hours in hostage. Wouldn't it be amazing? That would be a good story to tell like your grandkids and stuff like that. Yeah, and people wouldn't believe you and then you could like take out the newspaper clippings and be like, look, it happened. I'm not crazy. In this day and age as well, you'd probably have your phone on you. You could take selfies with you and the robber 
and you being dressed up in your hostage attire. Do you think that a robber would like photographic evidence that you were kept as a hostage? If they had masks on or something, then you wouldn't be able to determine who the robber was. But it'd be CCTV and stuff as well, wouldn't there? So your face would be somewhere. You could just be like, look, man, this could be my last 24 hours alive. Can I just take a selfie for Insta? Yeah, I want to get all of the likes. Yeah, exactly. What hashtags would you use? (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag robber, hashtag robber selfie, hashtag can. Hashtag help me with this bank is being robbed. Please call the police. Hashtag taken. (laughs) Hashtag cute. (laughs) Uh, So that is your would you rather question for this episode. Would you rather be a bank robber or would you rather be a hostage? You can vote on that poll. What would you pod on Twitter? Right, that's us done. Um, Shall we go and take an ATM? Do you have the digger at the back? Yeah, I've got a couple waiting to be lined up. I've got my targets. Grant. If you like this episode of What Would You Do If, you can subscribe on your favourite podcasting app with new episodes every Monday. Thanks for listening to What Would You Do If.